Hello and welcome back to the Pre-Construction Podcast. It's Gareth McLean here with all your pre-construction crack. Today is the big announcement. I have started a next generation series of the Pre-Construction Podcast, which is basically getting an insight into the next generation, what they expect, what they're excited about, why they got into pre-construction, and what they want from pre-construction departments and construction companies and, and construction as an industry. To kick us all off, I have Kyle Holmes. He is pre-construction manager at Knudsen. Um, if you remember episode 31, I had his boss on, Mika. He was the director of pre-construction up at Knudsen. Um, so I got Kyle on. Now, we have a bit of crack with Kyle at the beginning of this podcast because I originally thought he was just in the, in the industry, but he's actually been in eight and a half years. But not only that, he has done a lot within eight and a half years. This guy is a high performer. So I wanted to get him on. Um, what we discussed in, and I actually had this conversation with him, and it was recorded live at Advancing Pre-Construction in Phoenix this year. So it's on YouTube as well, if you want to have a look at it. Um, we discussed everything. We discussed, first of all, he wanted to be an engineer at the beginning of his career. Then he decided, you know what? I want to be involved in the construction. I want to help. I want, I want to build it, basically. Um, he decided then he didn't want to be a project manager, went straight into estimating and pre-construction, and hasn't looked back since. We talk a lot about technology. We know that Knudsen are t- technologically focused. We talk about the power of ChatGPT, how he is implementing it right now. Um, we talk about 3D drawing, the promise of 3D drawings. It hasn't really materialized. And, and much, much more. Um, enjoy this. Um, I'm looking forward to, to hearing your feedback on the Next Generation series. If you've got any feedback, as always, Kyle is very open and honest, as is Mika, uh, and both their details are in the show notes. As always, folks, throughout the podcast, you will hear for, from both of our sponsors. That's Beck Technology and Concentric. Hi, I'm Steve Delorto, founder and CEO of Concentric, the first holistic platform for pre-construction. As a former executive officer of one of the largest general contractors in the U.S., I have experienced firsthand the challenges the industry is facing, particularly in pre-construction. Pre-construction is still a highly manual and fractured collection of processes. Essential information is kept in ad hoc scattered spreadsheets and documents, which really limits the understanding and hides the full picture of a project for all those involved. Concentric is here to change that. Our 360-degree platform unites data, workflows, and people. With Concentric, you and your team can access real-time insights and data, assess and mitigate risk to ensure a successful project outcome, and most importantly, unlock the enormous capacity of your talent and your data. To learn more about Concentric and to book a demo, head to our website, concentric.com. That's spelled C-O-N-C-N-T-R-I-C.com. Concentric, it's pre-construction recalibrated for the modern builder. Hey folks, we're Advancing Pre-Construction Conference here in Phoenix, and I have the wonderful Kyle Holmes. Now, looking at Kyle, he's got that baby face assassin look about him, right? I had him on for the Next Gen series of the podcast, 
but he's got eight and a half years of experience, so not quite next gen, but he's going to tell us a story. Offense taken to that, by the way. <laughs> not next gen anymore. No, we're near it. So how's <laughs> things? Um, I know that you're with Knudsen. Knudsen, hard K. Yeah. Yep. Let's uh, tell me a little bit about what you're doing with those guys, and also I'm going to bring you back to Minnesota University. I want you to tell us the story around a picking a construction management degree sure. and what that degree was like when you were doing it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, currently, I'm a pre-construction manager at Knutson. Uh, I manage, help manage a lot of our negotiated work and um, everything from healthcare to higher education. Um, we do a lot of work at the University of Minnesota, which is one of our better clients and uh, great to do work with them. Um, going back to college degree or why I went into construction, I didn't have a great answer. <laughs> um, I think... Did someone influence you? Like a lot of people that I speak to, their auntie, their uncle, their mother, their dad, or their brother sure. was in construction. Was, was it always even, even the industry, was it always construction for you? No, it's a, I think, yes, since my career started, it's always been construction. Engineering was, was kind of a track that I was interested in, civil or, or structural engineering. Um, and, and really, it, once I got to college, it was, it was pretty clear that doing the actual work, putting it in place was, was more interesting to me than than the designer setting it up. Um, and now a unique part of my role in, in the construction industry is aligned with the design team and we work alongside those those folks. And um, so still a little bit of engagement with the engineering just from the building side of things. Which yeah. Is, which is great. Well, it's value engineering. I mean, that, yeah. to me, that to me, the amount of talks that we I've been to that mentioned value <laughs> engineering and, and the importance of it yeah. uh, and people. When you were at college, in the construction management, how was the course? I know that universities teach it differently. Was there any pre-construction and estimating involved within the course? There was. Um, I would say it's more, uh, they, they had two classes around estimating and one of them was more around hard bid, traditional, you know, bid day, do it two o'clock and you're gonna rip and read your bids. That was, that was the first course and the second course was a little bit more on the conceptual estimating side of things. Um, and, and ultimately, I think both, both were good lessons, but neither one really hit on the importance of a collaborative design and construction manager together uh, and working on those relationships, working up to, um, to you know, successful GMPs and things like that. So. Brilliant. And then obviously, if, if that was the case, then majority of it was work operations delivery side, right? Yeah. What made you, because you, you came out of college and went straight into estimating. I did, estimating I did, and, yeah. and, and have stayed there since. You, you, did you ever go to the field? I didn't, nope. Yeah. It went from, straight from estimating into pre-con. Um, and, and really, I had a couple opportunities to go out and try and, try and do some of the, the field, field side of things. And um, I've just enjoyed what I do in estimating and, and being involved. Again, like the, the design process and that whole workflow, I, I like it. And I like being, being involved on the front end, set things up for success collaborate with our project teams and then let it happen. Brilliant. The, uh, we just pause. So it essentially didn't spend any time in the field and, um, and, and I had a couple opportunities to along the way, but um, really enjoy what I do in estimating pre-con and, and that, that part of setting up a project for success. You're involved in every, you know, a little bit about everything about the project and, and being that, that person is, was, you know, more fulfilling to me than, than wanting to go down the path of, of uh, operations. The dark side. The dark side, <laughs> no. No, and the one thing I would say is, what was, I, I would love the, your takeaways from that because a lot of the, the people, they, they try everything out, so they go into different departments, but you went straight at estimating. What was the most important thing during your development with Knudsen that you think, you know what, that really brought me on as an estimator? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think in the moment, or in it, it, really the the size of our company, what we um, do in revenue in a year is about it's about half a billion. So we're not we're not a monster, but we're not a small mom and pop. And what that what that allows is a um, like we we have resources and, and technology that's just as good as some of the big players in town. Um, but we're also nimble and, and able to adjust. And you got to wear a lot of hats. Uh, we just don't have 130 estimators. We had at the time when I started four. And so it's you know you're you're gonna you're not just gonna count division 10 items all your your first couple of years of your career. You're gonna be getting into MEP and, and civil and earthwork. So really, it's I, I think that's what helped me to, to advance as quickly as I did was we're, we're playing on big projects, but we have to kind of get into everything. We can't delegate out every every element. Yeah, you're, more, you're a more rounded uh, yeah. estimator because, I mean, I deal with clients all the time and they only put their, their estimators into divisions and they might stay there for the rest of their careers, sure. um, will it be division eight or whatever. Um, and, and then with Mika as well, he, he, he was on the podcast and did a very, very good episode. If you haven't seen that, I'll put it in the show notes. Brilliant. Um, you're very, very technologically fo focused. Is that the main reason that you came to advancing pre-construction or, or how are you finding the, the yeah, conference? That's a, that's a great question. I, I think the technology, pre-con technology, I'm, I'm a huge fan of and that's part of our, our sales pitch too is we've got a lot of smart tech driven people um, in our in our group so um, I, I have a passion for like leveraging the right tools to do the right thing but also seeing through finding finding the golden nuggets amongst all of the the dirt that's out there I mean there, there is a lot of technology available and they're not all of them are perfect and not all of, all of them are good um, in terms of like what we can actually do that's owner facing and, and that they can look at and see and and looks aesthetically pleasing but also is effective and making us more productive um, as, as we go through. So it, it's, it's a, it's, it is a balance and I think that's part of Micah and I's relationship is we see we have a, a similar vision in terms of yeah let's let's use the right tech for the, the tool. Let's not just do this you know whatever whatever it could be. Um, let's use the right tech that's going to help us be productive and and show off to our owners a little bit. And Kyle, is that is that like the the R and D the, the research that, that that is involved? I'm speaking to a lot of people that are looking on the pre-con tech right now, mm -hmm. and I see them at their demo, but they don't seem to be allocating enough time to really really yeah. dive into the technology. I mean, I, I was at a, a back tech demo for Landmark yesterday, and the chief estimator literally spent half an hour in a, in, in a demo, and he's. He, he and his, his company are probably going to make a, a decision on that. I mean, how much of a research and, and how much do you get involved in yeah. the technology? That's a, it's a good question, especially around, I mean, again, myself and, and some of the other people I work with, we're, we're nerds. And so we like, we'll, we'll get texts from each other at 830, like, hey, check out this new thing or check out, you know. So we're, we're doing those things. I, I think what, um, what's beneficial is finding the tech companies that have spent the time to put demos on on YouTube and other things like that where you can jump into the technology and see it a little bit more. I know that that's probably not strategic from a sales side of things, but I will say like the ones that we have been able to go on, um, Assemble is one that has really good online resources that we're able to go on and see what it does, see what it looks like, see what it feels like, and do that in, in 20 minutes, make that determination that this is good rather than seeing a handful of screen, like one or two screenshots from, from uh, you know, software's website and then that dreaded button of schedule a demo. That's really tough. That's, that's, when, that's when time goes into it and especially because 
you want to bring eight of your people to the table to, to make that decision and coordinating a schedule for eight people is a month out, right? So it's, it's really hard. At, so anyway, if I can ask the, the tech world of, of pre-con software, anything, it's like just get more out there so that we can see it really quick and, and get a feel, look and feel. Um, and, then, and then that schedule a demo side of things is, is tough. It's really tough for us to, again, a company our size to, to free up enough time for the right amount of people to sit there and, and watch a demo. Yeah, and that's why the, the, the conference is amazing. Yeah, it you, is. You it's concentrated, get, you're here, you turn off your email for a day. You can have four or five demos in two yep, days. Exactly. Before you know it, you're, you've, you've got a good idea of yeah. A, how relevant your chat tech stack is and how up to date it is yeah. as well. Now, Absolutely. talk to me, Kyle, about chat GPT. Love it. Right? Love it. Have you integrated into your processes, your procedures, just in, in your day-to-day -day yeah. work? I, I think individually a couple people have and um, I, I know I've used it to write a proposal and, and, a, uh, and a, a couple emails if they're a little bit longer and it, it I mean, it can spit out some information it takes a little cleaning and a little bit of vetting and but i mean just just the the type of proposal where you're just going to talk about generic value engineering and and what you can bring to the table for your pre-con fee um it can it can spit that that information out in a instantly in an impressive amount of time um part of what is missing there is their data stopped aggregating in 2021 so september 21 so you want to ask it about escalation, you're kind of out of luck because yeah. um, it's, it's, it's kind of cut its, uh, you know, put a line in the sand at that point in time. Yeah, but so. it, it's, it's amazingly useful. I mean, we, we oh, use it yeah. in our process and procedure. Is there anything out there right now that you would like technology to solve, to fix? And then is there any technology out there right now that you're really excited about coming down the line? Yeah, I think, um, I think what's still missing is it seemed like at least when I started my career, there was this huge promise of let's skip 2D drawings, go straight to 3D, right? And like let's let's get like that's the exciting, motivating part of of that that world. And I don't know, maybe the pandemic hit part of that, but there's just been that promise is still there, and it still isn't hasn't quite gotten there yet. And I think that takes a collaborative approach and like rethinking. I think contracting structures everything, right? Like if you're if you're going to rely on this model to have rebar in the right spot, and that's how you're going to go into the field and build it. And, and write your contracts around this file instead of a PDF. It's a, it's it's rethinking how that's done. So, um, so that's that's still a promise. I hope it gets there, right? And that's that's what I would want to see. Um, and then and then from a precon perspective, um, a, a technology. Some of the stuff that we're starting to see from like Join and Concentric are, are really great, like owner interfaces for getting data out there. That's clean. It's it's concise. It's not you know grids of spreadsheets and and it's it but it's like i mean make it the the chipotle menu of yeah. of of selection right it's clean it's 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 clear what you're selecting you know what you need to know it's all right there um you can make that decision as you go and and instead of instead of just having you know if the chipotle were to list every every caloric piece and you know of the puzzle all in one spot, you, you'd get overwhelmed. Right? Yeah, 100%. So those clean, visually, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That, and that's what we want. I mean, we're, we're not saying that the, 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 the developers are, are stupid. No, absolutely are. not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know yourself, you've got a, you, the permissions within these data sets and, and the data yeah. within the, the pre-construction, the 360 model, you're able to give them the right permissions so that they can see the right stuff and just give them enough yeah. information that, that they can answer a lot of questions. Absolutely. Um, and it's got to look clean and, and have that, that, I don't know, that premium feel to it too that that you want to come to the table show hey we're using the best tools available 
Um, one of the, the, the tools, I won't name names, but one of the tools we just started implementing looks like it was it looks like Windows 7, and we're on Windows 11 right now. And like even that little thing to somebody in my, again, I'm not a junior anymore in your, yeah. in your book, but maybe I'm a sophomore. Yeah. Anyway, um, somebody in my, in my level, I, I see that. I see that, that this looks like Windows 7, and, and, I, and I'm not impressed. Yeah. And immediately we kind of wrote that software off and had to go through the demos and all that to... Yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, it, it's good to do that as well, but you're right, visually, and, and again, the generation that's coming through, they're all comfortable with technology. Yep. They're all comfortable and they are whizzes. So yep. the sooner we get it adapted, the, the better for everyone. Yeah, and it matters. Those those things matter. The, the, the aesthetic user interface, the way it looks and feels, 100% matters. The, be, the best companies use the, the technology as a recruitment tool as well, because mm, that's what yep. they're all asking. They're, yep. they're not asking, uh, what, well, they are asking what the culture is like, what the salary, what sure. the, all this, but they're, they're now starting to ask, what technology do you use? Well, those will be the differentiators, yeah. right? If salary Absolutely. and culture, everything else is the same, um, the technology can be a differentiator. Um, and culture, I guess culture is, is one of those differentiators too that we lean into at Knutson, so. Kyle, you're a legend. Hey, that's rude. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> right, listen, if, if anybody's got any co uh, questions for Kyle, he's obviously touched on a lot of things. If there's something there that you want to ask him, I know that him and Mika are really open, they're really collaborative. So you want to ask them a question, is it okay to put up your LinkedIn profile? Absolutely. Yeah, best way to contact him is through LinkedIn. Kyle, thank you very much. Thank you. Stuck in spreadsheets? Tired of the endless loop of copying and pasting? Now imagine all your estimating workflows in one program. Beck Technologies' innovative Destiny Estimator software streamlines the entire estimating process. With intuitive tools and powerful analytics, you can create accurate and reliable estimates quickly and easily. We understand the challenges pre-con teams face because we were born from construction. When you are ready to streamline your estimating effort, visit us at beck-technology.com and talk with a tech expert in a Destiny Estimator demo today. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed that. A big thank you to Kyle Holmes for kicking off our Next Generation series. Loads more coming up. Great guests, great insights. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. It helps a lot. And stay tuned for more incredible guests.